Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, May 17th, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. AT&T intends to spin off its Warner Media business, merging it with the TV company Discovery, with a new company led by Discovery CEO David Zaslov. The deal is approved by both companies' boards, but still requires regulatory approval. Apple Music will bring lossless music quality options to its entire catalog in June at no extra cost. The service will also add spatial audio music with songs authored in Dolby Atmos in June, able to stream to any W1 or H1-equipped headphones, although currently only the AirPods Pro and AirPods Max support spatial audio. Amazon announced lossless music will be available to all Amazon Music Unlimited subscribers at no extra cost, previously only available in an HD music tier. Lossless music will also be available to family plans at no extra cost, although not student plans. Samsung showed off a prototype double-folding OLED panel with a maximum size of 7.2 inches when unfolded at its Display Week 2021 event. Also at the event, the company showed a slidable OLED display that extends horizontally, a 17-inch 4x3 foldable panel for laptops, and an under-panel camera display inside a laptop concept that would allow for edge-to-edge displays. Foxconn, a key iPhone assembler, is warning that the global chip shortage will hit its production output this quarter and that the lead time for some chips is up to a year. A spike in COVID-19 infections in India is hitting Foxconn's production in the country, with iPhone production at one plant down 50% after more than 100 employees at the plant tested positive. A bipartisan group of U.S. Senators, led by Senate Intelligence Chair Mark Warner and Senator Marco Rubio, plan to introduce new legislation in the coming weeks mandating cyber attack reporting by critical infrastructure operators, major IT service providers, and other companies doing business with the government. Lawmakers reportedly began drafting the legislation in the wake of the SolarWinds Orion supply chain attack, with the recent Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack adding urgency to the process. Amazon launched an ad-supported video streaming service in its Amazon India Android app called MiniTV, with plans to come to iOS and the web in the coming months. The service mostly offers content that debuted on other platforms from large web studios like TVF and Pocket Aces, as well as content from several comedians, with Amazon saying MiniTV will add many more new and exclusive videos in the coming months. The analysts at Sensor Tower report that in the first four months of 2021, the messaging app Telegram's installs increased 98% of the year to over 161 million, while Signal's first-time downloads increased 1,192% on the year to 64.6 million. WhatsApp's installs in that same period decreased 43% of the year, although still totaled 172.3 million. Clubhouse launched a beta version of its Android app in the U.S. and now plans to expand the beta globally within a week. The beta will roll out to Japan, Brazil, and Russia on May 18th, then to the rest of the world on May 21st. Adobe released Photoshop for Windows on ARM, previously available in beta. Customers will need to install the 64-bit version of Creative Cloud to get the app. However, Adobe warns that 32-bit Creative Cloud apps running an emulation on Windows on ARM will not be available once 64-bit Creative Cloud is installed, with Lightroom and Photoshop the only native 64-bit ports. Microsoft Teams is now available for free personal use after Microsoft announced a preview of the service in June 2020, with apps now available on web, mobile, and desktop. 
Microsoft will continue to offer 24-hour video calls for up to 300 people, although eventually this will be reduced to 60-minute calls with up to 100 participants. Sharp announced the Aquos R6 smartphone in Japan, which includes a Leica-branded rear camera with a 20-megapixel 1-inch sensor. The flagship Android phone also includes a 6.6-inch 2730x1260 OLED display with a refresh rate of up to 240Hz and 2000 nits of brightness, available in June from NTT Docomo and SoftBank, although no pricing was announced. Cloudflare announced cryptographic attestation of personhood, a system that uses hardware keys to confirm a user is not a bot rather than CAPTCHAs. The company said this is only an experiment on a limited basis in English-speaking regions, with initial support for YubiKeys, HyperFido keys, and Thetis Fido U2F keys. App researcher Jane Manchin Wong reports Twitter's upcoming subscription service will be named Twitter Blue, priced at $2.99 a month. According to Wong, Twitter Blue will include the ability to save tweets into user-created collections and an undo-send feature. And finally, an update to the Google Phone app on Android is adding Caller ID Announcement, which announces the name and number of any incoming calls. The feature is disabled by default and can be set to always on or only when using a headset. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.